0: This is hiphopraisemetheblog.com, where we celebrate 48 years of the younger of music. I'm talking about hip hop, y'all. Where it's about the knowledge, the culture, and the lifestyle. My name is CEO Dream. Welcome to Hip Hop Raise Me. Easterdale. Look, my name is CEO Dream and this is hip hop blogcom It is January 22nd, 2022. Listen, we wanna give a big shout out, birthdays to DJ Jazzy Jeff, Logic, and happy belated birthday to Rhapsody. Also. Happily, happy birthday to Jam Master J. Look, it's Aquarius season, y'all. You already know what time it is. You know, most of your, your dopest talent is Aquarians. Uh, you know, we here to share our creative spirit, so to say. So look, what I need you to do is tap that notification bell, hit like, comment let me know what you think of the podcast and let me know what you think of the show this is hip-hop raising me the blog.com where we celebrate 48 years of the youngest young year music i'm talking about hip-hop y'all where it's about the knowledge the culture and the lifestyle that part Listen man, officials provided an update after one NYPD officer and suspect killed in a Harlem shooting. Right here in New York City, the NYPD officer was fatally shot in Harlem on Friday evening. Now sources tell blog.com identified as 47-year-old LaShawn McNeil was also shot and killed. The second officer, who was 27 years old, was shot and last reported to be in grave condition. A third officer was also injured. The extent of the injuries is unknown. The shooting happened around 6.30 p.m. at an apartment building on West 35th Street and Lenox Avenue. You know, posted on Instagram, NYPD News, a police incident, avoid the area of West 35th Street between Adam Clayton Powell Jr. Boulevard and Malcolm X Boulevard in Manhattan. Use alternate route when traveling nearby and expect the police presence in the surrounding area. Now, we're told officers responded to a domestic incident involving McNeil and his mother, who is a correctional officer. Sources say when McNeil arrived at her apartment, he took his mother's service weapon and shot both officers. A third officer then responded and shot McNeil. A neighbor told the hip hop me the blogcom Ali Bowman, he heard the shots. Around 10 or 15 shots came from behind my building, which is, I'm not gonna say not normal, but it's a, the occurrence here in Harlem. It's beginning getting bad over here the last year or so and said, I thought they were the fireworks. The injured officers and the McNeil were taken to Harlem Hospital when one officer who was 22 years old and McNeil later died. A woman who works at the hospital told blog.com Corey James, she saw the chaos as she was leaving. Two of the nurses were running by saying, move out the way, move out the way, emergency, emergency, she said. Further details have not yet been released. Now, Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg responded to the incident on Twitter saying, this is a horrible tragedy and our thoughts and prayers goes out to the officers, their families, and the entire NYPD. The officers who serve and protect us risk their lives every day. Violence against police cannot be tolerated. Now, New York Itinerary journal- journal- General, Letitia James released a statement saying all of New York State is in mourning tonight as we await the facts my officer may assert jurisdiction in this matter. We pray for the safety of our police and our communities. Senators Kirsten Gillibrand said in a statement I'm horrified that one NYPD officer was killed in the line of duty tonight and another is in critical condition. My heart is with their families and friends and their fellow officers. We must do more to get guns off the street and protect these tragedies. Protect against these and to prevent these tragedies, excuse me. It is our city against the killers. It is our city against the killers. This was just not an attack on three brave officers. This was an attack on the city of New York. It is an attack of children and families of the city, and we are not going to win this battle by dividing lines between us. We must save this city together. That is what we must do, Mayor Eric Adams said. He called on Washington to help stop the flow of guns in the city. We are going to find these guns, and we're going to find those who carry them and use them. We are committed to ending this violence. My heart goes out to the families who are experiencing such a traumatic experience, Adam said. Harlem residents spoke to blogcom about the gun violence in the city. They're starting to get out of hand. I think this approach needs to be different. I think they need to be more aggressive, one person said. We're about to have a baby too. So I. that kind of makes it worse. You want to... Want to be able to walk your child in a stroller and feel safe at night? I do my laundry right where the shooting happened. Just a sad night, another person said. Including Friday Night's incident, four officers have been shot this week, and a total of five people, five police officers, have been shot this month. Earlier this week, an officer on Staten Island was shot in the leg, and another officer was shot in the leg in the Bronx. Both of these officers are expected to recover. On New Year's Day, an NYPD officer was shot while resting in his car between shifts in East Harlem. Officers, officials believe he was hit in the head by a straight bullet. That officer was treated and released from the hospital. And that right there is a terrible tragedy going on out here in New York. However, with these gun reforms and these gun laws in New York City, I strongly suggest you should take another approach because there's something definitely in the air out there. You already know. This is hiphopraiseme2blog.com. Subscribe and hit the notification bell on the way in. And if you're on the way out, do the same. Comment and let me know what you think. This is Hip Hop raising Me the blog.com the podcast. Easterdale. This is Hip Hop raising Me to blog.com where we celebrate 48 years of the youngest, young music. I'm talking about hip hop, y'all. You know, listen, man, hit the like button, subscribe, comment, do whatever you need to do to make yourself known for this piece. Because look, we're about being proactive, about supporting. And listen, if you're not supportive, don't even watch the page. Because right now, we're going up. Now, making a Stallion, cutout bikini is giving out everything and then some. Have you seen it? Have you seen it? Listen, the new Megan the Stallion drops this Friday, and you know I'm going to be refreshing Spotify's second list drops. Just wait for those beats to carry me off to another dimension. In the meantime, I'll be here appreciating Megan the latest bikini pick with the precision of the care of a seasoned art critic. Now, to hype up the upcoming track, the rapper posted a few swimsuits pics that fall directly under the category of that shit. Unsurprisingly, given that Megan has quite literally coined the phrase, she stunned the Y2K Sonny's big silver hoops, and an abstract bikini that could drop even the most stubborn of jaws. Hmm. Mm mm mm. What a sight to see and sight to behold. You already know, so look. Her look represented basically every swim trend at all at the same time. One shoulder, dual dual straps, color blocking dramatic underwear, and a monokini style, and a thong cut. My professional opinion, this photo belongs in the museum. Now I might be quite dragging it, but however, she is a work of art. And you already know how that go. (laughs) So if you look, if you like what you hear, you like what we got going on, man, press the like button, subscribe, hit the notification bell. Because look, man, we going up and up and up and up. That's right. And it's stuck right here on hiphopraisingethablog.com. The deal. Now you know when I say to be a rapper is one of the most dangerous professions. Hmm. With all this stuff going on, you think these rappers would get it right, right? However, look, little dirt fuels NBA young boy and NLE Chopper Beef Triangle with money messes of his own. Now the brewing three-way feud between. Little Dirk NLE Chopper, and NBA young boy, has come to a boiling point after the latter seemingly kicked off things a few weeks ago. Little Top escalated the tension on Thursday night by posting a pair of photos to Instagram in which he's lying down missed a massive stack of cash. The dollars in the photo can be seen drawn out to spell out, You niggas gonna die. And then, stay safe. On Friday, Dirk seemed to respond on Instagram to NBA Youngboy's taunt. Hurry y'all bitch ass up. Dirk spelled out in dollar bills on a stairwell in his own post. He is seen in the photo covering his face with even more cash. And in the caption wrote, we colorblind, but we still see red. Which fans think could possibly and potentially be in reference to Young Boy's Colors project that dropped on Friday the impending beef triangle between the three rappers all started when NBA Young Boy dropped the songs Know Like I Know and Bring the Hook on the former the top rapper supposedly took aim at NLE Chopper while on Bring the Hook he insulted Chicago's old block, seeming to put little Dirk in his crosshairs. Dirkio initially responded to his diss track on Instagram, writing, Don't claim it, if you ain't do it, you still a bitch. As for No Like I Know, fans theorized the song's lyrics were about Chopper because Young Boy rapped, I don't give a fuck of how you treat your body. Give a fuck about your clean and semen and jab at capo rapper holistic lifestyle. I bet your mama would be destroyed, nigga, when we send your stupid ass to God for making statements. Choosing sides about beef with them little boys. I can say I saw it. You can say I was your favorite nigga. Better step up in your place, bitch. Fuck around, get your face split. Young Boy Rapped on the Track. The song was dropped after Chopper made a comments following a fight with Young Boy's fan at the airport. The too hot rapper was caught on camera landing a punch on a fan, but also tripping over himself in the process. It's a difference from getting hit and falling than fighting in flip-flops and falling on your own. He wrote following the fight on Twitter. I fell throwing a punch. I ain't even get hit till I was on the way down. Crying and laughing emojis. And my backpack 20 pounds. Buddy lips swole, everything. I threw, I connected, my whole ankle rolled. I got ice on that now, right now. Regardless of where this beef is headed, at least young boy fans get new music out of it. Now you gotta listen to Colors. You know, listen to them guys, man. But, you know, what do you think about the state of hip-hop and with these young boys seeming to take the streets into the music? Now, we, we all know the outcome of all of that, you know? So, listen. This is with a blogcom Hit the notification bell, man. Subscribe, man. And tell a friend and share this shit. Praise goes out to the lovely Regina King because she calls her son, Ian Alexander Jr., a bright light following his, his death at 26. Regina King's son, Ian Alexander Jr., has died at 26. Hip Hop Raising Me The Blog has confirmed. Our family is devastated at the deepest level by the loss of Ian, said King in a statement Obtained by HipHopRaiseMeTheBlog.com He is such a bright light who's cared so deeply about the happiness of others. Our family asked for a respectful consideration during this private time. Thank you. A cause of death was not provided, but according to people, Ian died by suicide. King shared Ian with her ex-husband record producer Ian Alexander Sr. Ian was an artist and DJ who posted on Instagram just three days ago about the upcoming event at Bardot this month. This if Bill Street could talk actress appeared close with her son, revealing on The View on 2017 interview that the pair got matching tattoos. We were talking Kabbalah classes. Excuse me, we were taking Kabbalah classes, King said at the time. He said, let's choose three designs each and not tell each other which ones they are and whichever one is matching. That's the one we're going to get tattooed. And we both chose unconditional love. A week ago, King took to Instagram to urge her followers to support Ian's new track, Green Eyes, sharing a short clip. Ian paid tribute to King on her 50th birthday last year, writing on Instagram, to able to watch you take this lifetime by his neck and make it yours is something I will forever be grateful for. But to have you as my mother is the greatest gift I could ever ask for. Our heart and prayers goes out to Regina King and her family. You know, um, bless up. Rush King, young Ian Alexander Jr. from us at hiphopraiseme the blog.com. We at the Trey Museum. Shout out to Hip Hop Raised Me blind. ah <laughs> Master P answers WAC 100's broke allegations. Master P addressed WAC 100's comments about Nick Cannon having more money than him. Master P has some choice words from WAC 100, who was recently heard on Clubhouse making claims suggesting that Master P can't possibly give Nick Cannon financial advice when Cannon makes more money than New Orleans mogul. If you didn't know, This all began when Wack 100 was first heard talking and discussing Master P's status as a boss in hip-hop. Wack 100 stated that P doesn't own his masters and owes taxes to the feds. The conversation then led to the moment where Wack stated that Master P ain't got 20% of Nick Cannon's money, leading us to today. Master P seemingly responded to Whack in an Instagram post addressing the situation between himself and Nick Cannon, stating that there is no animosity between Nick and himself. There isn't a need to discuss who has more money or not, because that's not what this is about. And we have to stop tearing each other down. The post also sees Master P calling for unity in our culture as we are conditioned to be against one another. While Master P doesn't say Whack 100's name directly, the context concludes, suggests that directly addresses the provoking that Whack 100 has become known for. Knowing Whack 100, we know this won't be the end of the story. So be sure to follow hiphopraisedme2blog.com. For any updates that we receive And this is The reason why you should hit that Like and that subscribe button man. Because look We're giving you all the straight news Right up off the top Off the rep You already know my nigga Pile at me It's Pretty Ricky Spectacular Becomes The First Black CEO With 1 Trillion Impressions Hmm, look man, that man also, he's in my my emails, you know, so he's been hitting me up over for a while, so I can see why this is going on, but let's get back into the story, look, Spectacular Pretty Ricky has reportedly become the first black CEO ever to reach 1 trillion impressions on social media. The founder of Adwiser made a name for himself in inve- advertisement and music tech with this innovative approach to running Pretty Ricky's Facebook page, long after the Multi Platinum Group took its first hiatus nearly a decade ago. Back then, his business savvy and pro Activity for running ads online earned him millions of dollars. Today, his net worth is reportedly nearly nearly 65 million. With his spectacular firm at the helm of Adwiser, the company has generated successful social media campaigns for rappers like Master P, Bow Wow, Kevin Gates, Soldier Boy, and a whole lot more. Look. If he ever hits you up, I suggest that you actually take the time to listen and see what it's about because he definitely has a lot of knowledge in this social media thing just to be able to, you know, attack the masses. So you want to definitely take heed to what he's saying. Shout out to Spectacular from Pretty Ricky. This is HipHopRaisemetheBlog.com. Shout out, hip hop raised me the blog, you heard? You already know. Dougie Fresh explains reasons for Slick Rick split despite iconic hip hop collaborations. Hip hop pioneers Slick Rick and Dougie Fresh created magic in 1986 with the show and Lottie Dottie. As members of the Gift Fresh crew, known as MC Ricky D at the time, Slick Rick. Eventually went on to find unimaginable solo success as the third artist signed to Def Jam Recordings, leaving fans to wonder what happened between Dougie Fresh and Slick Rick the Ruler. Well, in an instant recent interview with sports analyst Jalen Rose, Dougie Fresh was asked about their split and surmised their young ages were a factor. After all, They were in their late teens and early twenties when they blew up. We were creating new styles that never existed, he said. So what happened? I think personally that we were young. We were too young, two different entities who needed room to breathe. But those days are long gone and now, he says, we still family, we have grown and we are very close. Of course, both are legends in their own right. Slick Rick and Dougie Fresh have built comfortable lives for themselves along the way. They are two of the most sampled artists in the music history, with the likes of Snoop Dogg, Eminem, Beyonce, Mariah Carey, The Beastie Boys, TLC, Nas, and Kanye West, among the many who have sampled their work. In an interview with Me the blog.com. Last October, Dougie Fresh told talked about his latest album. This one's for Chuck Brown. Dougie Fresh salutes the godfather of Go-Go, and marked his first album in over 26 years. As fate would have it, he would have he wound up with what would become Biz Markie's last verse for the Go-Go version of the show. I didn't know that this would be the last recording of Biz, he said at the time, Biz will make you laugh, joke around, make you feel good, I appreciate it. He was a good brother, so his spirit will live on. As for dedicating the album to Godfather of Go-Go, Chuck Brown, he explained Chuck Brown is the creator of Go-Go, and he should be acknowledged as the creator of Go-Go. A lot of people used to use Go-Go in their music, but Chuck Brown very rarely gets the acknowledgement so i think that is i was asked to write these songs so that chuck brown could get his due respect for what was that he contributed to the world of music and making people happy and the timing is unbelievable because i never thought that there would be a category that represents gogo it blew my mind because i didn't write write it nor for that reason it wasn't like a strategic plan for me to get an album into the go-go category. When I submitted it into the go-go category, all the people from Grammys was like, really, Dougie Fresh is doing a Roots record? What is that? I can't, I didn't expect that. But hey man, I got to bring the Grammy home for Chuck's family. Like Slick Rick, Dougie Fresh is consistently praised by their fellow legends like Nas, who in 2018 said, I'm the greatest Virgo to ever live besides Dougie Fresh. As he swayed to Michael Jackson's human nature, despite Nas in the immediate state at the time, it's still a testament to the impact Dougie Fresh and Slick Rick has had on the hip hop culture. Now ain't that dope? Shout out to Dougie Fresh, shout out to Slick Rick. Everybody affected by this dope ass music called hip hop. This is hip hop me blog.com. Yo hit the like, hit the notification bell. Right now we turn it up over here. This is hip hop me the blog.com, where we celebrate 48 years of the younger young music. I'm talking about hip-hop, y'all. Where it's about the knowledge, the culture, and the lifestyle. My name is CEO Dream. Welcome to Hip-Hop Raising Me.